Hey folks, thanks for tuning in again, or for the first time, to my silly little podcast, A Rock and Roll Rabbit Hole, where I ferret through my vinyl collection of about 500 records and my tiny brain of about 500 remaining brain cells and take a lighthearted, positive, fanboys look at my favourite songs and bits of songs and artists that fall within a different, pointless, set theme every episode, and I sometimes highlight some rock and roll bed shits just for some fun. It's really just an attempt to archive some stories, old YouTube interviews, and some great songs for like-minded rock music fans. Choosing from any song part or artist that has given me joy as a listener or a slight Norwegian wood as a musician. It's not a countdown, but I will leave my favourite choice for last. This is just a bit of laid-back, unnecessary fun that hopefully inspires someone to support a musician by buying some music or some merch, or listen to an old favourite album, and check out all this amazing shit that I adore, which has formed the soundtrack of my life. As a lot of people do like to share their opinions these days, please let me know if you think if I have missed anything in my record collection that I know and that I like by sending me an email at thisisnotarealemailaddress at gofeckyegoodself.cockgoblin.com. That's cock spelt with two Ks, and I'll get back to you as soon as I give a shit. But seriously, if you do want to say hi, you can hit me up and follow the podcast on Instagram and Facebook a rock and roll rabbit hole podcast or via the website a rock and roll rabbit hole.com that's com spelt with a c the website also has spotify playlist of all of the songs used in each episode past episodes as well and some other golden magic and i also have some small playlists of the great lesser known artists that i like to highlight at the end of each episode on the victims tab of the website Please rate, review, subscribe, and share the podcast. If you are digging it, that's super helpful and genuinely appreciated. Thanks again. Apologies in advance, and here goes. A is for apple. A, A, apple. B is for ball. B, B, ball. C is for cat. So last week's topic of drum intros was a pretty normal one, one that you may see a list of on the internet. So this week I'm going to try something a little bit different and I'm going to do a Noah's Ark type alphabetical list where I'll pick two artists from each letter of the alphabet and allow them on my proverbial rock and roll rabbit hole arc. So one backwards rule that I will allow will be that a solo artist's first name will be the letter they are bucketed in. Example, Bob Dylan would be B, not D. But this rule may change later on in the alphabet with some of the shitter letters like Z or Z, depending on where you live and how you have changed the English language and and now think that that's correct. But we'll see how it goes. But I'm already predicting a dead end at X. And I think I'll use the letter X as a wild card to let in two artists if they don't make it into their own letter. And also, bands that have the word the will come under the second word. Example, the Allman Brothers would come under A. And I'm going to try to include bands or artists that I love or have been a huge part of any part of my life as a fan or as a musical influence in my music taste and sensibilities. So anyway, episode 45, Rock and Roll Arc. M is for mouse. Mm, mm, mouse. So it seems like A is a pretty good place to start anytime you're doing something with the alphabet. There's 26 letters to get through, 29 if you're in Norway. So let's get into it. Is for Apple. So for the letter A, there was one band that was a no-brainer for me. A huge influence on me wanting to play guitar as a kid, and I still love them to this day. And just some quick stats, they've sold 200 million albums, including one album selling 50 million records alone. So let's start proceedings with a band that is pretty much right in the centre of my rock and roll Venn diagram, and that's ACDC. And a couple of months ago I did a Bon Scott Years episode, so you can check that out for more info. So regardless of whether I've played a song in a previous episode, I'm just going to try and list my favourite song from each artist, which probably changes daily, but who really cares? We'll just see where we end up. And for ACDC, today that song would be this one. Actually, cancel that, this one. Thank you. 
actually picking the songs is going to be harder than I thought. Maybe whoever wanted there, he, he could have possibly gone on, you know, within that uh, thing because of his cleverness. Even the way he wrote, it was rock and roll, it was about women, the, the rock and roll life. But he certainly had a way with those words. And I think he, he's already laid down, you know, that mark on, you know, in his years with the band, you know. It's, uh, it's stuff like that. So it'll be around for centuries. I think he's like Robbie Burns, you know, the Scottish poet. Everything was like Robbie Burns, his uniqueness in his own way. And he just he came out of a period that could have, he could come out today with those lyrics. And they'd be brilliant, you know what I mean? He had so, it was such a... He was so good at it. He's somewhat become, of a, uh, become a legend. That must have been very difficult for Brian in the early days. <laughs> Yeah, it still is occasionally for Brian, you know, that the question's still around, you know. Yeah, but he's dealt with it. He's, yeah, I'd say lesser men wouldn't be around if, but Brian handles it, you know. He's a, a tough guy, strong guy, you know. He won't take no for an answer when uh, he knows he can do it. He knows he's got it in him. Uh, but sometimes it's hard for him, you know, if there's a bit of bad press on him, or if they compare, because it's so long ago. And like I say, he's been in the band three times longer than uh, Bond was. <laughs> it won't go away. And for my second and final A artist, I considered these guys and gals. It's me.
ultimately I had to go with another Aussie band who were together from 1978 to 1986 and they have a bunch of great songs. And the band is Australian Crawl and my favourite song of theirs would probably be this four chord masterpiece with great lyrics, great lead vocal from Guy McDonough and a great guitar intro from the super underrated Simon Binks. So the Australian Crawl song I'm going to play is a song that George Harrison, Ringo Starr and Paul McCartney probably would have liked the title of and it's called Ono, oh Not You Again. no prizes for guessing what my first choice for the letter B is and they're probably consistently my favourite band since birth and a band that I know I don't need to list stats for but they are the biggest selling band of all time with 600 million plus albums moved and I'll definitely do a super huge dig on the Beatles one day and picking a favourite song is a tough one but I'll just play this one as it's getting a bit of love recently and it's always been a favourite of mine too. It's one of John Lennon's best vocals and I've always loved the bar of 5-4 in the verses and here's the guys nutting it out. So that you're like doing the chords and like that. Half a Maria thing. Yeah. Yes, you don't want to do it. Like on the Okay, well, we'll do that. That comes later. So uh, just start off with a corny one. Yeah. Because, you know, the words aren't that good. So it was, I'm in love for the first time. I think the words should be corny because there's no clever words in it. I'm in love. 
should uh, yeah, change. It should be yeah, different beat and sort of all onto light things and symbols. Yeah. Boom. Okay, do it from the beginning. I'm in love for the first time. Sounds I like the same old shit. Well, I like the same shit if it's just clear, you know. I'm yet to have watched the Get Back movie yet. I'm just hoping to catch coronavirus soon and do it all in one sitting on the couch. So I've always actually preferred the live version that was recorded on the rooftop with the subtle three-part vocals in the intro and John and Paul's great two-part verses and the rest of it's so good. The bass in the bridge, George's guitar work, Billy Preston's solo, every note's a masterpiece. Don't let me down. So the second of the B artists was a lot harder to come up with, and this is who was in the running.
So to partner the Beatles in the remaining B-hole, I went for another Aussie band. So many great songs, so many fun times for me over the years. I've got to go with Body Jaff, a band that are very underrated in the songwriting department. And here's an oldie but a goodie, you say. So let's drop some C-bombs. And again, the letter C was another tough one.
so many great C bands, but just for impact over my whole life, I've got to stay local again and go with Cold Chisel as number one. One of Australia's biggest ever bands with songs for days and two great singers. And Ian Moss is also a super underrated guitar player. So let's have a listen to a song that was actually written by their drummer, who passed away almost 10 years ago. A great example of Mossy and Barnsey singing together. And maybe I'll do a two great singers in one band episode, because so far Australian Crawl have had two singers, Beatles had three, Body Jar have got two. And at certain times, the next C band that I'm going to mention also have two. Basically been in this garage band and was in a gang in Elizabeth. He used to go fighting every night, you know. And uh, and so I walked into this, uh, the, uh, you know, hall and sang a few songs. And I thought, oh, these guys are pretty good. This will be fun, you know. And they, they you know, they, they liked the way I, way I sang. And, you know, they thought, it, they thought it was a bit of a rough head, I think, you know, looking back. But... Uh, uh, we, we all just hit it off, and it was, I think you know the combination of my 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 mum getting remarried and just getting the opportunity to join cultures was actually what saved my life. Um, otherwise, I would have been, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, well and truly, you know, uh, you know, a hoodlum by that point. He's cold chisel with when the war is over. When the war is over, got to get away. my bags to no place in no time, no day You and I, we used each other's shoulder Still so young but somehow so much older For my second C band, I'm going to go with another semi-local band, and that's Crowded House. Neil Finn has consistently written great songs since the 70s, and even though Paul Hester and Nick Seymour are from Australia, we will call them a Kiwi band just to keep Mark Eberline happy. Distant Sun from their latest CD, Together Alone, it's Crowded House! Tell me all the things you would change I don't pretend to know what you want Come around and spin my talk Time and again Time and again No fire 
D was sort of an easy one to get down to four, but a tough one to get down to two. And here's who was in the mix. Stuck in Slough, while it's Texas that are off, you know, making all the money, you know, and they're rubbish compared to you. And I go, don't slag them off. I say, I've been there, I've done that, you know, that's behind me, you know. And I, you know, I respect. Thing is, uh, we're both good in our own fields. I'm sure Texas couldn't run and manage a successful paper merchants. Yeah, I couldn't, you know, do what. Actually, I could do what they do. And I think they knew that even back then. Probably what spurred them on. I wrote this. I, I only play songs I've written myself. So. You went home to get it. A spaceman came down to answer some things. The world gathered round from paupers to kings. I'll answer your questions, I'll answer them true. I'll show you the way you know what to do. Who is wrong and who is right? Yellow, brown, black or white The spaceman he answered you no longer mind I've opened your eyes, you're now colorblind Racial, so Pretty girl on the hood of a Cadillac, yeah She's broken down on freeway nine Take a look, get her engine started Leave a purr and then I roll on by, by, by Free love on the free love freeway The love is free and the freeway is long I got you So if you've listened to a fair bit of the podcast, you will know how much joy two D bands have given me. And the first band that I did a whole episode dedicated to them is Dalamitri. I've also done a deep dive on Dire Straits. But for the first D band, I'm going to go with Dalamitri. Driving through the long night Trying to figure who's right and who's wrong Now the kid has gone I sit belted up tight She sucks on a match light Blowing bronze Steering on And I might be more of mine If I stopped this in its tracks And said, come on Let's go home but she's got the wheel And I've got nothing except what I have on When you're driving with the brakes on When you're swimming with your boots on It's hard to say you love someone And it's hard to say you don't But I'm last the moon lost tonight Unless continents collide When you're driving with the brakes on 
Humble apologies to these two artists. Ziggy played guitar, jamming good with Wed and Gilly and the spiders from Mars. You get a shiver in the dark, it's raining in the park. Sound of the river, you stop and you hold everything. A band is blowing. The second D band is in for great songs and great musicianship, but also I think our arc is going to need some fun. So welcome on board, the darkness. Um, well, it all began when Justin and I were born um, from the same womb, but not in at the same time because we're not twins. I always thought I was going to be a doctor. And then um, Dan got into trucks and I got into sharks. So then I thought I'd be like Hooper from Jaws. And then like, um, if my eyesight wasn't as bad as it is, then I would, I would be a helicopter pilot. So it was never actually a career path. It was just something I always did anyway, you know. And then um, just sort of drifted into it, I suppose. Because before that, I could have, could have done... You know, I would have turned my hand to anything to make a crust sort of thing. It's just this one is really... I found catharsis in it at last, you know. The only plan we had right at the start was let's just play on Fridays and Saturday nights because this band has always been about just having as much fun as we can and, and doing exactly what we want. So there was no master plan. We knew right from day one that we were going to be completely different and probably suffer for it, but we didn't give a fuck. because was like, we're having too much fun. Because ultimately, if you're doing something that you really love, you can't go wrong. Who cares if you don't make any money from it? Who cares if people laugh at you? Who cares if you're not successful? We certainly didn't. We, we never got, got the green light in the first place to go ahead with what, we, what we've done. We've just done it ourselves and just steamed in that rock snowplow and just got on with it. So to represent the E team, here's who I considered.
as the snow flies. On the cold and gray Chicago morning, another little baby child is born in the ghetto, in the ghetto. And his mama cries. Cause if there's one thing she don't need, it's another hungry mouth to feed in the ghetto. Well, don't you understand The child needs a helping hand He'll grow to be an angry young man someday I Take a look at you and me But for the age you are, I had to go with the second Elvis, which is Elvis Costello. Second E-Band has sold over 200 million albums and is the Eagles. I would think for you, being such an excellent songwriter, was it hard for you to write with the other guys? Because when you're in the Eagles, you have your own ideas about a song. How does that work? And after you write a song with, let's say, Glenn Fry or somebody, mm-hmm. how do you decide who's going to sing the vocal? Don't you get into heated arguments about that? Like, wait a second, I wrote the lyrics to this thing. I want to sing this thing. Was there ever that, that angst? We didn't get into much of that. Usually the the person who sang the vocal was the person who started the song. I started writing that song in the 1960s, and it was modeled after... My grandmother lived with us when I was growing up. Right. And she would sit around in her rocking chair singing gospel, you know, hymns and Stephen Foster songs. Right. Stephen Foster, you know. Yeah. And it sat dormant for several years. And then one day in 1973... Glenn Fry and I were renting a house up in Laurel Canyon, a little bitty house up in the top of Laurel Canyon, one of those houses that sits on stilts. So when the wind blew, the house would move. Wow. It was freaky. So we rented an old upright piano, and we put it in there, and we'd, you know, we'd already done the first album, and we'd done pretty well, but I didn't really have any material on the first album. I hadn't been brave enough to write. To write. And I sat down with Glenn, and I said, I've got this piece of this song that I've been carrying around with me for all these years, and I want to show it to you. I said, you know, I, I, I sort of want it to be in the style of Ray Charles when he did that album called Modern Sounds in Country and Western Music. Right. I said, that's, that's whose voice I hear in my head when I... When I play this and I showed it to him and he he said this is really good man isn't that great that he said that because he could have blown you away and said you know what this is kind of amateurish it's shit no he was a big part of my becoming a songwriter is he someone who like opened you up to believe in yourself he did and so did Jackson Brown right and uh, my friend J.D. Souther the three of them but I credit Glenn mostly Um, and like brothers we we get along Sometimes and sometimes we it's don't. It's legendary that you sometimes yeah, don't, yeah. sometimes but do. It's, but it's all water under the bridge now. But, but you got to love a guy who says to you, because he could have wrecked you. Yeah. He no. says to you, man, you're, you're pretty good. This is, this is worthwhile. No, he encouraged me and he pushed me to the front and he said, you're going to sing this song and you're going to sing that song because you got the right voice to sing it. Did he change the lyric and call it Desperado? Did he come up with the word Desperado? I think he might have. Right. So he took this song that you wrote, he put his own little spin on it, right. and he said to you on that album, you're going to sing this uh, song. Yeah. What a first song to have written professionally. I mean, I mean, did you ever get psyched out and go, oh, man, I don't know if I could ever write another great one like that again? I, or are you turned on by its success? Well, you say that after you write every song. Desperado, though, was not the hit for the Eagles. It, it was not a hit. No. It, it was a hit for Linda Ronstadt. It was a hit for Linda Ronstadt, bless her heart. She made it a famous song, but when we, we did it, you know, nothing happened. Yeah. So it's become, over the years, as the years have gone by, it has gained momentum and popularity, but certainly wasn't that way in the beginning.
desperado Why don't you come to your senses You've been out riding fences For so long now Oh, you're a hard one But I know that you got your reasons These things that are pleasing you Can hurt you somehow Don't you draw the queen of diamonds, boy She'll beat you if she's able You know the queen of hearts Is always your best bet Now it seems to me Some fine things Have been laid upon your table But you only want the ones That you can't get Desperado Oh, you ain't getting no younger Your pain and your hunger They're driving you home Freedom, oh freedom Well, that's just some people talking Your prison is walking through this world all alone There's a man there you know He's the host of the show And you'll find that he fucking hates choirs Let's move on. And the F word was a pretty easy one for me. And the considerations were these guys. I found my thrill. On Blueberry Hill. Let's get in a cab. I'll buy you a cabana. On the bottom of you But don't fool yourself, girl It's looking at you Don't fool yourself, girl It's winking at you Don't fool yourself, girl It's blinking at you That's why I say I'm gonna ram it, ram it, ram it, ram it up your poop shoe Cornhole Ram it, ram it, ram it, ram it up your poop shoe And apologies to this band For the F bands, I've gone with these guys.
My second F band is So there's really only three artists starting with G that I've spent enough time listening to over my life to make the grade, and that would be Guns N' Roses, George Harrison, and Green Day. So one of those for me is a walk-up start, and they've sold 100 million records, including 30 million of their debut album, and that album is possibly in my top 10 of all time as well. And it's a band that I snuck out to see when I was a kid. Luckily, I got to meet Duff McKagan, Slash, and Steven Adler. And I think I've still got Duff McKagan's bass pick somewhere, so I'll post it on Instagram if I can find it. And the band, of course, is Guns N' Roses. Apologies to these guys. So to compliment a lot of the big egos we've already got on the arc, I reckon we chuck in George Harrison as our second G artist. And I think he would make it in there even if he only wrote or stole one song in his whole career, despite me not having a single religious bone in my body, including a priest's. I was requested to go and take my guitar, which was really terrible. I had to stand up in court with my guitar. So all these people grilling me and talk about how you write a song, which is really difficult because every song is slightly different anyway. But it did uh, cause a bit of a problem because... um, Especially like in America, the disc jockeys are all on top of it now, pulling every song apart. It's like spot the tune, you know, mm. because so many songs are like so many other songs. I, we, we ended up with musicologists in court where we had about um, 25 songs, all with the same structure and mm. the same notes. What happened, they blew up the, uh, what they call motive A, which was da-da-da. They had that blown up about six feet square in court and they were kept talking about these three notes and the musicologist came on and played like about 15 to 20 songs all with the same notes. Mm. But um, <clears throat> the judge also was funny talking to my attorney, 
just last week, he said, well, actually, I like the both, uh, both of the songs. My attorney said, what are you talking about? You said it was the same song. And the judge said, oh, uh, what I really yeah. mean is <laughs> I like the same song with the two sets of lyrics. So um, it's, you know, it's something yeah. that I had to uh, treat it, you know, positively or negatively. So I decided to do it this way. Pop a fork in it for this week. It's been a super busy week for me. Getting through an episode was tough, but I hope to be back with part two, which will be the letter H through whatever I can get to. And I will miss a few big artists along the way. I'll use them as wild cards and balance for some of the shitter letters of the alphabet. I'm already predicting some letters like R are going to be super tough. And I'll see you either next week or the week after if you were listening in 2021. Hopefully you'll hear me in three minutes if you're listening in the future. You can say hi on Instagram and Facebook, a Rock and Roll Rabbit Hole podcast. And you can check out all the past episodes, bonus episodes, and Spotify playlist of all the songs used in each episode on the website, arockandrollrabbithole.com. And if I don't drop an episode next week because it's Boxing Day, I'd just like to thank you all for listening, and I hope you all have a merry, if you can still say this, Christmas. And I do appreciate you all letting me come inside your ear just a little bit each week. And if you don't believe me that Christmas is still a word, or if you want to dispute any of my choices for my fictitious rock and roll arc, you can send me an email at complaints at rabbithole forward slash growup.com.no. And that'll make it through to our office in Norway and someone will get back to you soon. So to end part one, my arc choice for a lesser known band to represent the letters A through G is a Melbourne band we have heard a few times over the journey in previous episodes. But I'm going to play a new song from a 13-piece band from Melbourne. Most of them I love, some of them I like, and two of them play drums. I'm not even sure I'm allowed to play this song because I was sent a sampler, but I just rang the singer Luke and he didn't answer, so fuck him, let's pop it in. He can email me on the above email address too. Perfectly mixed by their drummer, Hayden Meggett, who I missed in episode 8 and 9's name changes. Don't worry, we'll get to that one day, pal. So here they are with a new song off their upcoming album, which I don't know the name of, but they are releasing it on the 21st of January at the Brunswick Ballroom in Melbourne. And if I remember, I'll chuck it in the episode the week before that too. I'll definitely be heading down to that one. Anyway, the band is called Fools. The song is called Canopy. You guys are all awesome. Have a good one, and I hope to catch you next week. Thanks again, guys. See ya.
swinging like a child Canopy for miles Transported from my bed Freedom It was only just a dream These painted walls of green Are slowly walking in This country town And I was drifting by How the fuck was that? Yeah,